What's happening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing, mate? How you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Can't complain personally. Um, although I think we'll be having a bit of a bit of a moaning tonight um, <laughs> after after the after the news today. Um, you know, it was pretty much came out as. Um, what we're going to discuss tonight came out as um, news over the weekend. You know, there was a bit of you know social media gossip about it, and um, I confirmed it today that five of the Rangers players breached COVID regulations again for this. So it's no good, is it? No, no. Like you say, um, kind of got wind of some rumours and stuff over the weekend, and then. Um, I think in advance of the game and knowing what was going to come, I think it was good that Rangers TV did their wee bit and got ahead of it before it came out. You know, any press conference for other media, so that was that was something. Yeah. But like you said, massively disappointing to say the least to hear that there's another breach and that it's five players this time instead of you know two of the last time, and that is it's not good yeah. in lots of ways. Yeah, definitely. So the so the five players who breached the regulation on Saturday night. Um, after the after the um, the game at the weekend, it was Benjamin Zungu, Nathan Parson, Callum Bassey, Daphne Bede, and Brian Kinnear, who is a basically an under under twenties goalkeeper um, with the club. Um, now, just just looking at the players, Keith, are you surprised by the players? You know, obviously there's a there's a there's an element there like Parson, Bassey, and Bede and Kinnear are all young boys, and then there's Zungu, who is Twenty-eight-year-old man, you know, you know, with it is that does that come come to you as a bit weird, or you know, is it just is it just a case all these boys together just they're all teammates, you know, regardless of anything? No, I mean, I think you're you're right to point out Zungu is clearly the outlier, um, and you know, like there's been some some funny stuff online pointing that out, um, but yeah. from a serious point of view, um, it's not acceptable for, for any of them, um, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll probably talk about. Um, Jones and Edmondson a little bit. Poor guys are never living that down. But you know, it's not like there's been there's been no evidence of what happens or that it's wrong or you know it's it's no. I'm eighteen. I didn't know any better. You've seen what happens quite recently. So I don't think it's acceptable yeah. for anybody. But Zungu is the outlier for sure, both in in, in terms of uh, his age and being a fully formed adult with his brain fully formed, which you know your brain stops developing in your mid twenties. So. There's a case to say, you know, nobody makes their best decisions collectively and, and repeatedly when you're 18 and 19 and that. So, you know, there's the kid card does does have some sort of factor. Um, and also, like, you know, Zungu's a full international and all that. You know, like, his, his level of professionalism should be well above it. And I think we can talk more about that later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so, 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 like we were saying, this is, this is the second... Covid breach for the club. Obviously, the first one, the well documented one of Jordan Jones and George Edmondson going to a party during during lockdown, and then obviously we know what's happened to them. We discussed it last week. Obviously, when we discussed the squad, um, as well, you know, look what's happened to the two. They two were shipped off as soon as the transfer window opened. Edmonton to Derby and Jones to Sunderland, um, as well. So it's a, you know, these guys should. You know they've lived through it. You know they've they've lived through and they've seen what's happened to two of their teammates after the breach regulation as well. Surely that should put 
also should put the, you know, maybe not the fear of God up them, but make them realise, you know, this is serious, you know, and look what's happened to these two boys. Aye. Well. Aye. Oh, no, definitely. Like you say, man, that they've been they've been front and centre as, you know, teammates did it in the first half of the season. And, and as you say, during the during the transfer window, you know, out loaned out and who knows what their career opportunities are at Rangers. I think we you know we spoke about that before, but they're they're no good at best, you know. Slim very, very slim chance at anything. Not to say no chance, yeah. but a very, very slim chance. So, you know, like you said, they've they've seen that. So you would think that would it's a shot across the bow for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely is. So looking at looking at that then the next side of things that obviously is going to come ahead. We're aware that these boys are obviously their social distancing now. They're out with the first team as well. Gerard pointed that out today that they won't be back in ball with the first team for a while. Obviously, they have to self-isolate now for the next 10 days and they're missing a few big games. Obviously, the, the game tomorrow night in Antwerp they're missing as well, which you would, you would think that at least, obviously, Daphne Betty is in loan um, at, is it Queen of the South, he's at? Aye, Queen of the South, aye. Yeah, he's he's in loan at Queen of South. Kinnear wouldn't be anywhere near it. But the other three, Zungu, Patterson and Bassey, would have been probably I would I would definitely say that two of them would have been on the bench. Zungu obviously never wasn't wasn't named in the substitutes at the weekend, but you know, he would potentially have been on the bench tomorrow night as well. So these boys are you know, missing a great opportunity here to play some European football as well as that, that you would expect to see them in the team. Aye, aye, definitely. And um both got got game time. To varying degrees during the the group stages, so uh, not yeah. outside the realms of possibility that they would have seen some action across the two legs. And I know they they might be out of isolation for the second leg, but you know, if that just and even then, I mean, yeah. the chances that they're going to be anywhere near it are are, are pretty much that's not happening, right? They'll get some sort of suspension, you would imagine. And I don't know, we'll, we'll yeah. just about to talk about the punishment, but um, yeah. like you say, big games coming up. Aye, they've hurt themselves for sure. Yep, important times as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, you know, we're on the we're on the the, the the crest. We're doing something very, very important in their season, in our lifetimes of winning the league. After, you know, the the horrible last nine years that we've had to witness and endure, and to do this, you know, so close to that time as well. You know, we get four wins and we win the league. You know, it's as simple as that. Um, and you know. These guys are highlighting the club in a bad, you know, in a negative way when we should be focusing on all the positives right now. Aye, I mean, that, that's it. So I suppose there's, there's two elements to that. As a fan, it's like, it's almost a bit of how dare they. Uh, at the very least, yes. they've taken off some of the shine, right? Um, at, at, the, at the very worst, you know, who, who knows what kind of sanctions or punishment or anything like that that people are going to be calling for. Now, that's not to say anything's going to happen, um, but... You know, for the club's point of view, at the very least, it takes some of the shine off it. And for them personally, I mean, like you say, this 55 squad is going to be one of those ones where you'll be able to rhyme them off. Do you know what I mean? If you were an Arsenal fan in the 2000s, somebody says, "What's the name the squad that was the Invincibles, people will get it, right? People, Arsenal fans will be yeah. boom, 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 this guy, this guy, this guy. That's that's what this, this crop of players was going to be for us. So these guys are now risking all that for their own personal selves. They've went for being legends to potentially being, you know, cast off to the ash heap of, of Rangers history, you know, it's just yep. so stupid. 
Yep, exactly, exactly. So, so like you mentioned there a bit about the punishment side of things. So let's have a let's have a chat about that. So, let's talk about the club first of mm-hmm. all. You know, the punishments is going to happen to you know that could end up happening to us. You know, um, we could get fined, obviously by we could get fined by pretty much the SFA, and you know the government could also you know label some sort of final. And I know that they won't. Have, I think they've gave they've already. Um, Nicola Sturgeon's already gave a pretty indica- a pretty clear warning that football needs to get its house in order because they 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 are you know they do have a you know footballers have a very good lifestyle you know they and they're also playing you know they're, they're playing sports right now during the middle of a pandemic which is great for us to watch as well but they are in a very privileged position um, you see the least with it as well. So you know the club could potentially get hammered. It's obviously not a good, not a good light for the club as well. Do you see anything happening to the club in terms of punishment? Um, I, I don't. I don't think a huge amount. I mean, I think if if anything heavy handed was to try to be done, I think we could point to things earlier in the season and precedents kind of being set. I mean, I would not be surprised yeah. to see some fines for sure. Um, I, you know, and I think we'll see similar. Maybe even longer, you know, like for for Edmonton and Jones, they got handed seven match bans. We'll see something like that. Which, although that's direct to the players, what's your backup at right back, for example? You know, we we're not we're not filled or left back. So Bassey and and, pa- and Patterson just on their own, we're not exactly blessed with depth in the full back position. We could probably cover left back a wee bit easier, but um, with a left sided centre half potentially. But you know, you don't look and go. Ah, okay, yeah, there, there's the next left back, there's the next right back. So we're now going into a you know, kind of more intense run of games way back to Thursday, Sunday, hopefully for, you know, two weeks and then hopefully more than that, um, two weeks at least, hopefully more. Yeah. Um, you know, like you say, we're playing next four games, five games are, are gonna be winning the title. We've got an old firm game in the non too distant horizon, game wise. All these things, you know, when you look for squad depth is what, what we've spoke about that we're doing better this year than previous years and it's why we are doing so well as, as the squad depth. We've just lost some of yeah. that. And, and then midfield, I mean, Arfield's just coming back. Jack has a wee bit made of biscuits. We've, we've you know, we've been a bit thin on the ground in the not-too-distant past. Zungu could yeah. could have been called upon. So uh, I think the the impact on the team and the squad, that's, that's, that's uh, they've let their manager and their teammates down as well as themselves and the club and the fans and all that. But I, looking at that, that point of view... Um, I think I think that's something to be keeping in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned there as well, I do see, I do see them giving them potentially bigger, um, bigger bands Aye. than what Jones and Edmondson got. To again, they 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 took got it to make an example of them, which is which is fair enough. You know, I don't think anybody, no Rangers fan, you know, sort of. Said it was out of order and anything like that because what they done was what they done was out of order, um, as well. And now you, see, I, I can definitely see bigger, bigger bands. I can see bigger bands for them in terms of themselves. Obviously, the Rangers are going to find these players as well, so they're going to get Aye. some wages as well. It could potentially, you know, you know, it's they'll, they'll get fined, and it just it just puts it all in such a bad, a bad light. And also, they're going to have a lot to do to get back in. To you know, probably Gerard's good plans. I mean, you seen his press conference today. I think in the link for it, he was not obviously as he wouldn't be. He was not a happy man, and I wouldn't like to get in Gerard's bad side. 
I don't believe he looked at it. I, no, I don't think he's he's going to miss him. And I think, like, if you're one of them watching that and he does that, he, he has that real line. Um, I, can't, I think it was in the, 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 the you know, no, the, the full press conference. I think, again, it was in the, the RTV one where he's he just like, yeah. I'm going to sit down with him face to face as soon as I can. And you're like, yeah, shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like like you say, um, if, if you're one of the young kids and you're thinking, I'm going to need to sit down at a an irate Stevie G eyeball to eyeball and explain to him why I felt the need to, you know, go and get a beer or whatever. And like you, you touched on it earlier, okay, football players have got a privileged life. Um, it's not. Their life right now is the same as ours. It's restricted to what it could be. You know, there's varying degrees. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's been negatively impacted. And because they start in a better position, they're also still in a better position. But they are still negatively impacted. Their life is not normal what it would be. Um, and I get when you're yeah. young and you're like, oh, but I love being a football and I love the party and lifestyle and I love... That's fine. But you just need to take your medicine like the rest of the country or the rest of the world even, right? And just be like, okay, that might be my selfish desires, but it's bigger than that and I just need to make my peace with it for a couple more months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just been, you know... After we've done so well this season, like I think, like we said a few weeks ago, the blip has probably been the the game against St Mirren and also the the first COVID breach, and now it looks like it's just adding on to it now. Just as we're, you know, literally a wee bit away from the, you know, from from winning this league and you know maybe potentially having another decent run in Europe. Um, as well. Aye. One of the things I seen, do you know how you were mentioning about the Gerard? Aye. Thing? One of the things I seen on social media was it was a uh, it said um, Jones and Bassey on their way into Ibrox the first time, and it was a uh, Danny Dyer when he done his football footballer factory, mm. and he's in the back of the car, and he's like, "Oh my god, I am shitting myself here," <laughs> and stuff like that. And that's probably what they'll be like when they're heading up to, you know, when they're heading up to Auchinhoe to uh, the Rangers training centre. You see them, you see Gerard for the first time, or if it's Ibrox, mm. you know when they're going up to meet him on a formal basis again, that'll be terrifying. Aye. I, I, <laughs> I'd love to be a fly in the wall at a meeting right enough just to see what he says to them. And, yeah. And that, but I like you say, I don't think uh, I don't think it'll be a pleasant experience for the kids. And it shouldn't no. be, right? I mean, especially if they've got a future, especially if they're going to come back to it, they need to know that yep. the standards where, where they're at at this club because um, if, and obviously it's a big if, and we'll maybe talk about their futures at late, uh, uh, soon, but if they are going to have anything they need to at least get a fright out for this because you can't just have them getting away scot-free yeah. because then they're just going to do it again, right? They need to, like you say, it's going to be unpleasant and it needs to be, it needs to be. Maybe uh, um, for Zungu, maybe maybe it's less uh, less unpleasant in a weird way because you're just like, right, yeah. mate, you're done. See you later, right? It's cool. There's no yeah. grilling. It's just cold and factual. Whereas with the kids, maybe where you're like, especially Bassey and, and Patterson, where, you know, there is a future and there is potential you might actually give them a harder time because you want them to learn for it and stay here and grow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Patterson, if you look at well, the two of them, actually, both of them brought into the first-team picture by Gerard. You know, Gerard signed Bassey from Leicester. He promoted Patterson up. The two of them have just... Patterson's just signed a new five-year deal a few weeks Aye. ago. Um, as well, that's so much confidence that he has in these kids as well. And Bassey's on a long-term deal. I think he signed a three- or four-year contract. Aye. When when it when he signed, so it shows you that you know these boys were definitely earmarked for the future, and we discussed that last week as uh, well. I think you know that they are definitely marked. For the aye, aye, and what you said, I'm sure there was a quote with Gerard quite recently saying like he loves Patterson's attitude, 
<laughs> and, then, yep. and then he just went, hey, gaffer, come here. Doosh, right in the dish. Do you know what I mean? Big slap yep. in the face. Exactly. Exactly. So let's um, have a quick chat then about the future. Aye. The future of these players then. Um, and then we'll also discuss it as well because you made a good point before before we discussed this as well from the business side of things mm, as well. Aye, aye. So let's talk about let's talk about you know let's talk about the business side of things first and then we'll go into the players and we'll we'll go for there. So you on your go case you tell us what you think about I I know I guess what what we were like say what we talked about before was just that um as much as you know fans can be emotional and we can react with a well, I'd never play for Angels again, sack them, kick them out tomorrow. And you, you see, you know, a lot of people getting getting irate. And you can understand that, right? Totally. But from the business side, you can't just be, you know, throwing away assets that are worth a lot of money. That That's the, that's the thing, right? Yeah. And that's why the sending Edmondson and Jones out on loan is good. Because then, you know, put them in a the shop window, can we get money for them, right? That's why you don't sack them on the spot. Um you know, so mm-hmm. there's there's definitely a, a consideration there to say right, how much are these guys worth? And come back to the point about uh, Bassey and Patterson, it might be where we decide that from a business standpoint, we want to keep them a bit, let them improve, win some stuff here, and go for big big bucks. Maybe that's where we see them going. Maybe we see the two of them being your Tav and your Barisic three or four years down the line and going for the yeah. same sort of money that Tav and Barisic might be going for in the summer, for the sake of argument. You know, so. It's not just the football side, there's also the business side to consider because these are assets and assets with a lot of potential, some of them. Um, and, you know, we can talk about Zungu and, and we will do in a minute, but um, I, these, these are assets, sellable assets with the, yep. with the potential to increase in value and that can't just be dismissed as nothing. You know, oh, but it's football and they shouldn't play for Rangers and we should sack them. It's, it's not quite how it goes. And also slightly on the business side, you made a good point about um, kind of almost employment law business side, you know, you, you sack them and then they, is that fair? You know, if, if you breach COVID or I breach COVID, would you take a sacking and be like, I fine, you know, I got a, I got a fine for the police uh, and I get sacked and that's acceptable? Or would you be like, well, hold on, employment law still applies and I didn't do anything that deserved yeah. getting sacked. So Rangers could sack them and then get taken to court and have to pay them tons of money, you know? So yeah. where's the business sense in that as, as well? Yeah, 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 definitely. A hundred percent agree with what you said there as well. And then the other thing I mentioned as well to you as well was, you know, it's, I mean, these guys are, like you said, you know, their assets to the club. And it was also the same when the two, when the two young English boys broke protocol in Iceland, when it was Phil Foden and um, Mason Greenwood, when they two were out try try to get birds <laughs> back to the hotel Aye. rooms and stuff like that. Um, you know, that sort of went away very quickly. Um, after it, you know, they done they they got they they got fined by the FA. They had to self isolate. But these two are two, like, I'm 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 not comparing ability or anything like that. But they're two, they're, they're sort of in the same situation where they're two very good assets for a business to have. You know, Man City, and Man United, they're probably the two best assets, young coming assets that the two clubs have got at the moment. Um. As well, so it's it's, it's 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 a very similar situation in terms of. I know people are saying you know straight away when you see it like sack you know get rid of them at the end of the season and stuff like that. But you know some of these boys do have massive potential, 
And if they do go, then, you know, I, I, I absolutely trust the gaffer 100%. I trust Gerard 100% in these decisions, but he does. Um, now, if he, if he decides that they're not, you know, that's him done, then that's him done, I guess. Aye. I think, to, um, to your point, though, about, about Greenwood and Foden, is there something to say that <clears throat> either be it England or their clubs having that, let, let's be honest, being, being uh, more... Um, what, what am I trying to say? They've got they got more financial might, and and they maybe operate in a slightly different level than than we 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 can in Scotland. You know, they, they got quite quickly came out with apologies. I know I'm a role model, and I've let my team down. I've let my country down. I've let all the kids that look up to me down. You know, they were quite quick to come out with um, public apologies and and ticking a lot of boxes about I acknowledge my privilege and I you know all that sort of jazz. You know, is there something to be said for yeah. you know should Rangers be going? You know what? Let's Let's get on the offensive almost and we're like, right, let's front this up. As individuals, we're going to coach you for the media side to, to, to go and do that. Maybe because it was England, they had to. You know, like, you're English, you're English. It's not like you say, it's not, it's not the same as club football. And obviously there was a club impact, but it was on England duty, wasn't it? So it's a wee bit slightly different. But, you know, should we be yeah. thinking about, right, actually, how can we try and turn this into a wee bit of positive for these kids to come out and say, I know I'm a role model, I've let you down, I'll learn from it. It's going to make me better, and and would that would that appease anybody? I don't know, but that that I just remember, you know, those those guys were quick to do that, and maybe that helped it go away quicker. Yeah, they were quick as you say. Yeah, and I guess also the thing that will probably go against them is the fact that we live in this goldfish bowl in Scotland. You know, particularly the west of Scotland. You know, the the goldfish bowl that we live in as well is just intensifying it as well. You know, Rangers are trying to do something that's you know, we're obviously trying to win the league for our own, but also we're stopping our biggest rivals, you know, the 10 in a row situation as well. So anything that can get highlighted there, you know, just puts the club in bad light as well. Do you, do you get what I mean by You know, you sort of get what I mean aye, by aye. that. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. And yeah. you'll, you'll know as well, right, there's, there's no shortage of people who are looking for that sort of material to throw at us. Um, and yeah. they try and use anything they can to trip us up as we're approaching the finish line. Um, so I, you know, why give your enemies ammunition to fire back at you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so let's let's look at the the future of the players then. Um, obviously, we talked from the business point of view. Let's talk about the players' point of view then, um, as well. So, um, let's talk about the Zingu first of all. Um, mm-hmm. You know he's on he's on loan. I think we spoke last week when we said this that we would we probably wouldn't no. keep him based on his performances. Now based on this, you definitely wouldn't keep him. I think he's pretty much ruined his Rangers career. Um, you know I don't see any real way back for him in terms of this because obviously he hasn't he hasn't you know set the header alight or anything like that since he's been playing. There's nothing he's really done that's you know say this guy. We should definitely pay, you know, three or four million on him. No, no, and I think, you know, something else that, if for me, as I touched on it, as we said at the start, he's the outlier here when you look at this group clearly. Um, and I think that that tells you tells you a bit about his standing in the squad. I think, and also about his professionalism. You know, so for me, I mean, it's, you're extrapolating right and, and and guesstimating here, but when you look at him in that group, you think, well. You know, why is he not pals with 
McGregor and and Jack and Arfield and Davis and you know he's kind of he's midfield comrade and his experience because this guy like we said he's twenty eight he's a he's an international you know for for South Africa he's got a decent amount of caps he's a decent hope for them they 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 rate him and uh, in, in, in South Africa so yeah. you know like you'd think that would be his, his level you know he would be up there whereas he's not he's he's palling about with the kids so that tells you that he that maybe isn't he quite fitting in or he's no you know he's he's not in the same wavelength as those guys and also if if yeah. you're like um for me he speaks about his professionalism as well where, where was Davo on Saturday night he was probably in the house with a, a, a wine and a wife watching Netflix or some crap right just like everybody else in the in the planet um whereas you know Zungu's more of probably less professional and oh, I'm looking for a party who's a bit or the Wayne's are going to party let's party you know, like that sort of thing. It's like, is he just desperate for for a good time rather than being professional and and staying staying sensible, getting himself ready, knowing there's a big game coming up. You know that sort of stuff. So I think it, it gives us a wee glimpse into, yeah. like I say, where he is in the squad and his professionalism overall. And for me, that's that's a clear message that, like you say, his Rangers career's done. Yeah, yeah. I think we could pretty much all agree that his career could be done, and we don't see any way. Anyway, back nah, really I'd be surprised to see him um, in, in a squad day again. A squad, uh, a, a match day squad, yeah. sorry. I, I would be surprised. Uh, I think everybody would be. Yeah. 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 The the next two I want to talk about are the two other young ones who we don't really know. Well, Brian Kinnear, we don't really know that much about. You know, he's been, he's, he's, he's a youth player, but he has been training with the first team recently um, as well. And Dapo and Buddy, who is, like I said, good player, what a prospect, but he is uh-huh. on loan at the moment. Which would you see with their futures, mate? It's it's so hard to tell, right? I mean, you would think that they're done would be your default. That, but it's just so hard to know. I mean, I would say um, I had some hopes for for Dapo and Woody. I would say there's some, there's I think there's some potential there. And who knows where it's going to go? Um, you know, seeing them in training and all that jazz, as we say, but. Um, and it's just so hard. I would say default has to be that they're done. But when they're that young, there's always a chance, right? I think you just never know. We we don't know yeah. what kind of standing they've got in the club, uh, and if they've got the hot prospect tag, and like we really could see a future here. Um, maybe they were a year or two away from being your Patterson's and your Bassies. You know, they were just on the fringes, but not quite there yet. Like they've just became there this season. Maybe I, I honestly, it's, I think it's so hard to say for for the kids. But I, I, I yeah. don't know. What about you? Do you any any advances on that? I'm sort of the same. I can I can put them doing as it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you know they might. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if they go, because we don't obviously know a lot about the young goalie. We don't know no. a lot about him. Um, um, so so you can't really judge if he's going to. But he hasn't. His name hasn't came up the way that. You know, like Robbie McCrory's name came up when Aye. he was sixteen. You know, you know, sort of saying this guy's the next, this guy's the next big deal in terms of goalkeepers and stuff like that. So we haven't heard a lot about him, but again, that could be, you know, for whatever. Could reason. be a Robbie but, McCrory shadow. Um, Dapo. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one in Buddy, you know, he's on loan now. I think he started quite well when he's been on loan. You know, he's started a few games on the bench and then came came up and. You know, he's been playing, so he was doing well for himself. I, think, I definitely I think. think there's something, something there, you know, right? Whether or not, whether or not he might, he might have not got a, you know, a, a future at Rangers. He could have definitely made himself a great mm-hmm. in Scottish football somewhere, at a, you know, at a club. So 
I would say with them it's a 50-50. Um, I'm sort of sitting on sitting on the fence with that one. I don't really know what they would do. And I would sort of, like I said earlier on, I would back Gerard with whatever he does with them. You know, in terms of that, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be up in arms if he did let them go at the end of the season or anything. No, I think fifty fifty is perfect. There'll be no, you wouldn't be surprised either way if they, if they get released. No surprise if they get kept about and manage to do something down the line. You, you wouldn't be surprised, like you say. We just don't have enough data, I think, to make a yeah. educated case beyond that. Yeah. Now the other two that we haven't spoken about, who are obviously the two guys, who are the two up and coming guys who have pretty much been earmarked as in the two future fullbacks for the club and Bassey and Patterson. Um again, what do we see the future for these two? Do you think they'll do you, is is it different from Edmondson and Jones situation where obviously day two I think I think like I mentioned to you, the difference between these two and Jones and Edmondson was Edmondson both of them hardly features this this season for us because well Edmondson had three other centre halves in front of him. Probably and you know we've also got Catty said as well, which, who was who was suffering an injury. They've now signed Simpson in as well. So it was it was going to make it very difficult for Edmondson to sort of appear in the team. But he was young and you sort of held him up as, you know, definitely being one for the future. Um, you know, Jones sort of done himself in. You know, we we knew that for the start with we knew that. Um with him he's had one too many um errors in his in his career. Um, with Rangers, you know, for him. So it's a, so it's a difficult situation, you know. Whereas comparing comparing Jones and Edmondson to these two, as these two are, you know, very much. And you know they're in and about the first team. If they're always on, they're always in the match day squad. That's what that's what I'm pretty much trying to get at here. These two are, you know, different from the other two. Whereas they were always in the match day squad. Whereas the other two weren't. Does that make Does that make sense to you know? The difference between the two of them, and what do you see? What do you see for the future? Uh, like you say, you're you're spot on. They they have been in and in and about it much more than than Edmondson and, and Jones had been this season. Anyway, obviously Edmondson did was in a bit quite a lot last year, but they, I no, definitely yeah. they've they've been there. Um, definitely earmarked, earmarked. I would say as 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 future. Um, potential stars, and it's always potential, right? You might might never realise. You just don't know. But they they have potential to be, um, you know, starting fullbacks for us for for years to come because they're both young and no far away already. So you know, if they make if they close that gap and then keep getting better and better, they could have been here for for years. Um, so you're right to point out that, you know, that all of those things make it that they're more likely to have a good chance of recovering more than any of the other players that have, have done it over the two the two breaches. But at the same point, when you're Gerard and you show a lot of faith in these guys and they let you down, it also hurts more. So it, it's, it's not as simple as yes. saying, you know, well, you know, they're the future, so of course they'll get away with it. Also, like, well, you know, a lot of faith put in them, that, that, could, that can go against you. Whereas when, like we said earlier, you know, if you're Jones and it was like, that was your last draw, fella. You're done. Or Zungu, you know, it's it's a wee bit like, well, you're half out the door anyway, so it's nice sweat off my back. Whereas these guys, you know, have, have really have really been backed and and really had a lot of hype from the club. Really, you know, we really like these guys. Getting them in front of the camera, training them across all of it. Um, I don't know, man. I, personally, I would go more towards 
75% chance these guys survive it, I think. Um, yeah, Maybe not quite yeah. as high as that, but you know what I mean, just as a, a kind of three-quarters sort of thing. Um, I think there's, they've got a better chance of surviving than anybody, but it's not quite as simple as that. They've also, they're also the worst offenders, if that makes sense. So, uh, I, I, yes. again, if they never play for Rangers again and they get emptied, would anybody be surprised? Um, and I think also this group, you're almost better being the first guy through the wall, you know, like, like the first two, then then you're like, right, that was stupid. Yeah. There's your, there's your, there's your fine. There's your ban or whatever. But no, it's like, well, you've seen what happened to them. You're even dafter. You know, it's it's like, who's the real fool here? Yeah. They're even more foolish. They could get hammered more. It might just be Gerard's like, I can't let it go anymore. As much as I love you, it's just it's just too wrong. I cannot let it go. You're done. I've no choice. You've left me no choice. I'm, you're done. Yeah. It, it could easily be that, right? It just, it's hard to know what, yep. what's going on in Gerard's head. And it's hard to know what he told the rest of the squad and what how the squad took it the first time as well, right? We're kind of guessing for the outside. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's just a situation, you know, unknowns at the moment, isn't it? Where we don't know, you know, we don't know, we don't know the punishment first of all. We don't know, you know, and, and the repercussions of that punishment as well, and you know their futures Aye. as well. See on Gerard, do um, you think was he a bit more scathing this time in the media than he was the last time? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. That tells so. you right because um, I felt the same, and and to the point about you're maybe better being the first guy. You see, now he's like, first yeah. time, you know, it happens. No, I've no patience for it. It, it doesn't happen. It can't happen the second time. So, I, I think that tells you yeah. a wee bit about maybe where he's at. Aye, aye. I think you're. I think you're right. It makes a, it makes a good point. I think these boys are going to have to do a lot of work in order to try and even if they're going to get anywhere back in these aye. good books. You know, there's going to be a lot of work needing done from them, um, as well. But I think we can pretty much. I think we're sort of. We're sort of fifty fifty with with the, the the two young boys, Parson and Bassi are a wee bit higher up, but we think Zungu is I think he's I think he's right, well, what was the suggestion fun. you said before um, we spoke about about Zungu? Um was, you know, potentially I mean it's happened before with people where they might just say to him, Look, you're no longer welcome at the you know it, you, you may no longer be welcome at the training ground or, you know, part of the team. We'll still pay you until the end of the season, but you know, you know, you're no welcome. It happened to um, a number of players. Like one of the ones that came to my mind was um, Jerome Rothan when he played for us. Um, I think he played a few games, and then after that, we realised how gashy he was. And I think we told him. I think we actually just told him, you know, away back to away back to I France. Get to France. Or, you know, did you want? Yeah, pretty much. You know, we'll pay you until the end of the. I think we paid him until the the the, the January transfer window. I called the loan. You know, people were saying, yeah, people were saying, you know, about Zungu, you know, get rid of him and stuff like that. But in terms of that, I don't know if we can because the transfer window's shut. But in terms of if it's a gross misconduct charge, then, you know, we can maybe try and use that to get rid of him. But um, I think because of the transfer windows, we can't terminate the loan. With, you know, just like because of lack of playing time or anything like that, the way that, you know, like you've seen with loads of them down south, whose transfer windows got, loan deals get cut short because they weren't playing. And end up at another club, you know, Aye. somewhere else. But it's a, as it's it's going to be. In terms in terms of the way Rangers have handled this case so far, are you 
obviously it's only been announced today and stuff like that. Are you quite satisfied with what they've um, done? I mean, you think about it. I mean, the rumour started on, on Sunday. Um, they announced on Sunday, we've heard the rumours, we're looking into it. Um, and then, could they have done something a wee bit quicker? Maybe. But, like I say, I think they did the right thing by you know, making our, our announcement and having Stevie G make our announcement before stepping into a, a kind of full-blown press conference ahead of the game where there's going to be all sorts of media asking him all sorts of questions and try to bug him about it. We just kind of got it out there. That breaks the story and, and, and kind of it's a wee bit of controlling the narrative, as, as they say, where, you know, when you're, you're dealing with these things. So I think the principles were all there. The only yeah. thing you could have said is maybe we could have done that, that kind of narrative controlling a wee bit earlier because I'm sure by dinner time on Sunday, we probably knew what had happened in the club, right? They probably just phoned the kids and said, we're hearing this, what yeah. happened? And they're like, aye, we did that. So they probably could have done it sooner rather than leaving the vacuum um, and letting people's minds get away with them and all that. But I don't know. Um, I, 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 I'm no overly concerned. What about you? Yeah, I'm sort of I'm sort of similar. Obviously, he's been... I think he's sort of stuck in a such, tricky situation because he's been focusing on the game Aye. as well that we've got on Thursday a very important game for us um, so he's been obviously trying to focus on that and then obviously having to deal with deal with mm-hmm. this as well so I've been I'm I'm quite satisfied with what they've done you know they came out early saying you know we're aware of this we're going to investigate it and we'll get back in due course and stuff like that and you know I think they've done their proper diligence on it and you know and they've came to obviously they've, they told us today what's happened and I think I, I liked the way that they done it today as well it wasn't just like a you know a press release you know it was actually Gerard talking about it and it was just such a like, like, like you said earlier if, if I was one of those guys I'd be shit myself and um, you know it was it was, it was, it was no, quite definitely damning. definitely so I think overall I think the club have, have done all right like you say it's a, it's a tricky position we also don't know if there was any chat, I mean, Gerard mentioned, you know, we're in dialogue with SFA and the, the Scottish government. You don't know if there was any dialogue there about, right, you know, let's hang fire on an announcement until we've got all of the details. Because, like, Rangers might have known what happened, but the SFA or whatever might have had additional questions or looking for additional, you know, stuff that's very specific. Like, you know, who was sitting next to who on the couch? Who was within how many feet of each other? And that, that sort of nonsense. You never know, because, you know, it's like with these... Um, yeah. Social distancing, wallers and all that. They, they they make an assessment based on you know who was within proximity and stuff. So there might have been additional details they were going through. Um, I don't. Who knows, right? So maybe they couldn't have done anything that much sooner. But that would be the only thing. I think. Um, yeah. As by way of a sort of um, final thought on on that, it's uh, just a shout out to whoever grassed them up. I don't know if it was a a Rangers fan who was who good who who was being wise, or if it was a Celtic fan that thought he was you know he, he was being a widow, but. It worked out because if they guys had walked up to training on Monday and no said it, we could have been in a much worse position. So I shout out to have a grass them up. I think it did. Yeah. Is, it worked out as well as it could have um, once it had happened. Um, better coming yeah. out then than, you know, imagine it came out on Thursday after they'd all flew to bloody um, Belgium together and all that. Like that could have been a right disaster, huh? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's probably, you know, obviously, um, didn't want it to happen, but now it's happened. You know, it's, it's out there. It's been done. The club are dealing with it internally, and they're they're doing all the right things in terms of everything about it. You know, they're the liaison with the SFA and the Scottish Aye. government regarding it. Um, 
as well. So I think I think the club are doing everything everything that they can um, in terms of you know what they can do with it. You know the boys won't be. I don't see any of them featuring again this season, probably because of the suspensions that they'll get as well. Even if the suspensions were lighter, I don't really see any any of them being. Uh, any squads again? Uh, for the rest of the can I ask you something? I don't know if you remember, yeah. but ju- yes. just on, like you see, the club doing doing everything they can. Do you, how many games banned did the Aberdeen players get? Um, did they not get three or four? I, I'm just just a wee bit of devil's remember. advocate in the sense that you know when when it was Jones and Edmondson and they went seven game ban, we just went that's fair. They broke the rules, whatever they get. You, you did the crime, you did the time. Are we almost a wee bit a victim of our own, you know, like, you know, we've got that kind of very, very British stiff upper lip thing where we're like, we'll take our medicine and, you know, we were wrong, we'll say we're wrong and we'll take it on the chin and we'll keep moving forward. I think we kind of do ourselves a wee bit of disservice. I think we kind of went back and went, hold on, everybody else is getting like three game bans, you know, boys are getting seven game bans. Is that, have we we been heavy handed here? Is this being fair? What, What are we doing? You know, and I know that might not have been the right optic and, and I'm not saying we did the wrong thing by accepting it, but it's just one of the ones if like everybody's getting three game bans, we get seven and then these guys get a ten game ban, you know, again for the sake of argument. What, what, at what point? The Aberdeen players, sorry mate, interrupt, Aye, they get so three game bans. At what ban. point do we say, well actually, hold on a minute, yes they did wrong, they've admitted that, we've found them, you've banned them, but you're turning the whole of it when it's seven games. I don't know, just a, a devil's advocate. I think... I think because of that, you know, like because of the the ball and goalie incident and the Aberdeen thing happened so close together, I think the three match ban was done and then the, the Jones and Edmondson seven match ban was trying to prove to people, trying to obviously say to them, look, don't do this. This is this is how serious it is. You're getting hit with this as well. You know, it's maybe just trying to make, a, make an example of them. I think, I think that was the case of it. And now, you know, another height... Five players, when you think about it, you shake your head. I know five players are doing this as well. I can see them getting hammered for definitely seven, potentially more. I, I, um, I, and, and I, no, I agree. I think that's what will happen. And I do, I, I, I do get your, I do get your point. You know, saying you know about it, but I think it was, it was definitely more a let's let's make an example so, of these so guys. I, so that that yeah. what we're saying is every time it happens again. And whether that same club or not, it just the punishment gets harsher and harsher. So, if let's just for the sake of argument, say any other club, right? No naming any names. There's there's some that we could predict might get, uh, you know, might get treated differently. But let's just say any other club date next week, and and your boys is a ten game ban. Are we expecting a 12, 13 game ban for these next boys? Well, technically, I would I would expect I would expect to see you need to have some. Consistency, what, don't would we be surprised um, if they got three game bans? Not with you know the I mean? current um, people in charge of the in charge of football and what it should be. Um, I would I wouldn't be surprised if if we got hit with this and then obviously aye, we're aye. talking in this and butts here. But um, if if another player if another team had this same situation and they got hit with it, you know, I I could see that you could. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a lesser and man. I'm not saying happened. that, like, I, I'm all for, you know, you did the crime, you did the time, 100%, right? I'm not saying we don't deserve it. They deserve punished, and that's fine. But it's like, you know, if you go to court and, 
everybody's up on a traffic fine and everybody else gets, you know, just gets the fine and, and you get 30 days, you'd be like, well, hold on, a, like, wh- wh- what are we doing here? You know, wh- where's the yeah. balance? Justice is balance, right? Where's the balance? So, I don't know, just, just like I said, just tip me when we're talking about seven-game ban. We did just take it on the chin. Should we have, maybe? I don't know. Yep. Hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I think it was more a case of, you know, these boys, you know, obviously we've seen the Aberdeen boys and the, obviously they're just trying to make an example and they've done that and I can see them try to do it aye, again aye. this time. So it's a, it's a bit, yeah, you know, it's, it's not the nicest conversation with us talking, sure. um, talking about Rangers. This, yeah, it is, it is. And I think there's going to, obviously, there's still more to to come out of it because obviously we're just talking as, as it happened a few hours ago. So there's going to be a lot more stuff to come out of this in terms of punishment for the players the future of the players um, as well and, you know, anything that the club do with it as well. So there is still a lot out there that could that could still happen. But we just wanted to sort of bring it to everybody's attention, you know, you know, as as an important day, you know, that you know, this has happened and it's obviously not putting no, the club no. in the best. And I guess doing. is there anything anything that you think the club could be doing like enough protocols or anything like that that would would stop it in the future, or do you think it's like you know people are making bad judgments? The club aren't really culpable, to be honest. It's you know it's it's kind of in their private lives, they're away from their work and they're making bad decisions. Is there a point where we're like, there's only so much you can control, folk? Or do you think the club could be doing something extra to stop it in the future? I don't think the club can be doing anything else because you know once you finish your job, you know. You're expected to, you know, we're in we're in a we're in a global pandemic, we're in a lockdown situation. You're expected to act sensibly, you know, when you're when you're at your job. You know, people who are still working in offices don't, you know, don't end up after they finish the work going and getting a carry out and standing outside and drinking. You know, they go home and, you know, do what everybody else is doing. So I I, I guess, but I think in the other side of that, I think the club might do something. Um, I don't think, you know, in terms of them, should they? That's that, that's up for debate. I would, and I think I think the club are doing everything. You know, you've got to treat people like, you know, adults and live their own life outside their work. But I think the club might do something with it. You know, in terms of, you know, I, I don't know what they can do, like stricter control on people. I don't think you can do that. You know, um, but I think I think they might do something in terms of leading the way in terms of, you know, setting up some, you know. Even like some sort of mentoring system that they could do for some of the younger kids to make sure that they're not going to fall into this trap. Um, but I think with the way that they've spoke today, and um, the way that Gerard spoke today, and everything like that, I think anybody who'd done it, who'd who'd done this again, would be just the biggest idiot in the world. <laughs> you know? Do you do you do you see them doing anything? Or no, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? You know, once they once they finish your work, you're you're on your own recognizance. And if you're, you know, if you go and make a mess yep. of it and make an ass of yourself, then it's on you, right? You know, the, the club's not responsible for you, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. That's not how it works. Um, so no, I think you're right. I mean, could they, you know, take the? I mean, it's a bit hard to to keep playing the age card, but do you take the young the younger ones and give them a a webinar on, you know? You know what? How? Why not to party during lockdown or something stupid? I I don't know. I can't. I I don't. 
yeah. you, man. I don't think there's a huge amount more they, they, they can do. Um, so, no, nah, and that's why no. I don't think the club are, are massively culpable here, and why I, I would I think any punishment of the club, be it a fine or something like that, would be pretty harsh, and it would need to be pretty small for me to take it on the chin, and you know, because second breach, fair enough, all right, I okay, but it can't be anything, you know, it can't be crazy because you know, like, no club in the world can control all of the players all of the time. It just, it's not how life works. Yeah, yeah. Like if, you know, the other thing as well is if if a group of boys who are all joiners, breach protocol is on a joining and, you know, people who work in the jo- get getting tarred with the same brush, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tricky situation, you know, it's a tricky one, you know, you can't, you know, just because of these bits, you know, it's, a, it's just the mind boggles with it and just, you know, there's, there is going to be a lot more, there's going to be a few more turns in this Aye. and seeing what's happening um, and see what's happening. Just, just on that joiners uh, example, you know, but I'd love to see Sturgeon getting up and be like, hey, joiners need to get their house in order, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ah, oh, these joiners, these man. They get a house in order, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I think that's a good place to end on, uh, getting, our, getting a house in order. I think we should get this get this wrapped up as well Aye. and get our houses in order, mate. So, um, like I say, we'll be, back, we'll be back next week with another show, hopefully a bit brighter one than this one. But I think, like, like I said, we, we definitely feel like it was definitely worth talking about. So until then... Me and Keith will be back next week to discuss more Ranger stuff. You can tell them. Cheers, mate. Next time. Cheers, Keith.